Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? Welcome back to the Few Podcast. I'm my name's Darren, and I'm here with uh, Mark and Richie. And uh, what do you guys think the big story of the week is? I guess this one's not too difficult of a question. Why? What? What happened this week? Yeah, yeah I didn't hear anything. What's going on? It snowed. <laughs> it snowed yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard uh, lower lower half of the country got some snow in April. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, there. Were, uh, I guess there was a pretty high-profile trial that got a verdict yesterday too. I think somewhere. God, where was that? Uh, Can't remember where it was. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, you mean the Chauvin trial? Oh, oh yeah, yeah that guy. <laughs> Forgot his name already. Yeah, I heard something about that. Um, guilty. Guilty of what? Oh well. Actually, uh, guilty of second-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and I forget what the third one was. It was a clean sweep. Third-degree murder. Was oh, third-degree murder? Yeah. yeah. How can you be? How can you be guilty of second and third-degree murder? You really can't because one is reckless disregard for human life, and the other one is felony murder, which means that you were intentionally create attempting a felony. So one is I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. I, I think that uh, the judge is right, though. I think that this is, um, uh, there, there's a good case for appeal already. Yeah, and and you th- you would think that they would take a hint when Judge Cahill, who happens to be the chief deputy under the Hennepin County Attorney at the time, who happens to be named Amy Klobuchar. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, he's not going to be friendly to the defense, especially when it's basically one of the most liberal Democrats in the state. Yeah. Yeah, not found that out. So, yeah, he, he's not he's not friendly to the defense. He's just making it look that way. So the thing so he doesn't probably get killed, I'm guessing. Well, or that, you know, that, oh, see, this is this is totally fair and impartial. You know, because the the fact of the matter is, is if he's saying that it's a strong case for a mistrial, then why didn't he declare a mistrial? That's on him to do. He didn't want the city to burn, just like everybody else. Just like uh, probably the reason why there wasn't a hung jury is because it's going to come out with who the juror was that hung the jury. And then guess what? It's gonna it's more than pig's blood on the door. It's more than a severed head on on their uh, doorstep of a pig. I have no idea what you're talking about. That wouldn't happen in 2021 America. Yeah, not e- even even though the expert witness that the defense put up was uh, was living in a different state, probably one of the farthest states away, excluding Alaska and Hawaii. And yet, BLM and Antifa they they slaughtered a pig and stu- stuck it on his doorstep. Yeah, and well, no, that's not even his doorstep. That's not even his house anymore. That's just what he did. He hasn't lived there for a year. Yeah. Well, nobody said they were smart. 
Yeah. But I mean, I mean, they got it wrong. I mean, could you imagine like you bought your house from somebody that you don't even know. And then all of a sudden you get all this pig's blood smeared all over your place. And it's like, Hey, wait, why did you guys do that? Because you testified in the Chauvin trial. No, I, no, yeah. I did. I, I'm, I manage a Quiznos like the last one in America. I'm going to lose my job tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Are they all going away? There's one in Sioux Falls. Yeah, there's one. <laughs> I think that might be the last one. <laughs> you know what? You know what that's from, though. It's because Subway has uh, destroyed the sub market by putting out such crappy product that anytime there's something good like Quiznos, it it ends up falling apart. Yeah, it was. At least that's my. That's at least that's my favorite. Uh, sub place probably is Quiznos Quiznos but, yeah it's expensive but it's worth it oh it was good yeah they, well Subway started toasting their subs too it probably didn't help yeah damn them <clears throat> yeah but yeah it, it it is just I mean obviously there are factors outside of this case when you got the president of the United States you know, coming out and saying, well, I hope it's a guilty verdict. Uh, you know, like, how can there be any more pressure on you? I mean, how no. could there? Yeah. What he actually said was, I'm praying that the verdict is the right verdict. And you but, know what the right verdict is. It's hanging him outside well, the courthouse. Well, no. And then he said that, uh, but I, I'm pretty sure that the evidence, is, I, I feel, is overwhelming here. And then he, he's quick to go. But I wouldn't say that if they weren't already sequestered. They weren't sequestered. <laughs> you know? They still have their smartphones. They still had, you know, it wasn't like they were they were putting, putting up in a hotel with no outside influence. They were, I mean, they were, they were there over the weekend when Maxine Waters came to visit. And mm-hmm. we all know what happened there. Yeah, she said, uh, we need to get more confronta- confrontational. If they don't come out with the right verdict. Yeah. If, we, if they don't come out with the right verdict, we need to start burning some stuff down. Namely, with the, the jurors' houses. And I know what you guys are thinking, too. She did not use the phrase, fight like hell, though. So, no insurrection. You know, so, <laughs> I mean, you know. If she would have used that phrase, that would have been one too far. I mean, it's the Mexican drug cartels. Take the silver or take the lead. Just just say just say he's guilty. Otherwise, yeah, take the lead. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys use your uh, your school days off? Or are those coming up? We didn't have any days off. Well, you, you don't get the you don't get the three days off that the cities gets? Well, it was distance learning. Distance learning. <laughs> they they had distance learning for three days because of the verdict? Yes, yes. Did they want to did they want to free the kids to go loot uh Tuesday night so they didn't have to be home and and uh have to get some sleep? Well, I I I did I I don't know, Rich, did you see anything about like was there any violence or anything like that? Well, like I said today at work people were asking, did they burn anything down?" I said they wouldn't show it if they did, you know. Uh-huh. It would be, oh, it's all peaceful, you know, because we're all just happy now. Well, it, you know, they're not going to show it if, if they do 
if they would have burnt anything down, I guess. But there, I think there was enough, um, what was there, 9,000 um, guards up there or something for to make sure nothing happened. Yeah. So, yeah, the that many, but yeah, the the I think I think it's too cold too. I mean, you know, yesterday we got snow, so I think if there's going to be anything, it'll be this weekend, and they'll probably it'll probably because of because of this Columbus shooting now that we got. Well, I, I think that they um, Walls came out and said that he's pulling the guards back, uh, yeah. it's safe now. So you're probably right. They're gonna people are well, optimistic. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but Walls is. What did Walls say that the guards were? Mostly a bunch of cooks, right? Yeah, yeah. And Walls is about 100 pounds overweight, so I think he's just going to have a backyard barbecue and have the have the poor guards have to cook for him. I think he's <laughs> lost weight since he's left the guards. How how does a gym teacher weigh 100 pounds? Is 100 pounds overweight? You literally can work out all day long. He he was a history teacher. I did. Find I, thought, I thought it was gym teacher. No, he was a history teacher. He was filling those kids full of America's bad and and uh, Marxist is good and all you have to lose is your is your chains. Yeah, yeah. shucks. Yeah. yeah. But you're well, right. I mean, you he's a you know I mean he he's in a school you know when your workplace has a gym. I, you would think that you'd have five well you know how me and darren are always pretty pretty uh, critical on teachers mm-hmm. tim walls is the reason why we're critical on te- teachers oh yeah <laughs> yep. i i do understand that there are bad ones in the, <laughs> in the bunch and and that's who you can point to and say yeah they're leading america uh in the wrong direction i, I yeah i i get that point there are there are bad ones out there, and you would think you know you you say oh well these these we got bad cops out there and look at how many lives they're ruining, how many lives does a bad teacher ruin? Think about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if in high school let's see, there's four classes a day, so those teachers have a hundred different students. Yeah, and then you multiply that by probably two. Semester, so they have 200 students a year. Mm-hmm. So there's about 195 of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it is. It is about. Um, it, it back when I was in college and I was looking at possibly becoming a teacher at one point. Um, you know, the, <laughs> the head of the education department uh, there said, "Hey, I want you guys to show me." you know, act like the worst teacher you ever had. And each and every one of us had the story, you know, like a, a teacher that we could draw upon to um, to show, uh, you know, a bad teacher that we've had. And, and he said, you know, this is what I'm sad about. Every single one of you had one teacher that you could draw upon, if not oh, yeah. a couple. And he was like, but that one bad teacher is going to be worse for you than the eight or nine great teachers that you had. And that, and that's the sad part of that is, is, you know, you, those, those ones can do so much damage, even though that there's, there's tons of people out there who, you know, do really care about their students and would do anything for them. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I was actually just thinking about the worst teacher I've ever had today for some reason. And she actually ran for Senate and lost um, a local Senate seat, I yes. believe. Who's that? And Randy Kirshner. I don't know. Is he a Democrat? No, her. Her. It's a her. her. Randy with yeah. an I. Yeah, she was a Democrat. And uh, she was a, you know, women should make as much money as men, you know, with sports and, you know, everything. You know, that kind of liberal. <clears throat> and I, I remember the day I found out her husband cheated on her was one of the greatest days of my life. Because <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> okay. I, I feel like not too many, not too many people actually deserve that but she did because she was a horrible horrible human being so. <laughs> you were like <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was a I great was, day i was uh i should I, I shouldn't be so bitter but i was <clears throat> well i was just thinking about uh well, i was just just thinking about like uh adam carolla when he he made it big and he and he got on the on the david letterman show all he did was he he brought out a list of all the people that had wronged him in the past. <laughs> and they were like half teachers, just like Mr. Whatever, you said I'd never make you said I'd never be anything. You said you told me to stop making jokes in class because you'll never make any money that way. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought out a list of all the people that pissed him off. Uh that's hilarious. All right. So we got we got Pelosi. She thanked George Floyd for giving his life for the cause. Oh, my God. Can we just take a second for that? I mean, how horrible. <laughs> how freaking horrible is that? That, you know, like, I just want to thank George Floyd for sacrificing himself. I don't think he had a choice if he was going to die or not. You oh, I, I think he had a choice. He could well, have not taken the drugs in the car. He could yeah. have not resisted arrest. He could have not passed the $20 bill, the fake that, $20 bill. No, you know? I get it. Life choices got him there, but I, I don't think that he was looking to die. I don't think like he had a premeditated, like, hey, this is going to look bad, and I'm going to start a revolution, you know? Uh, well, where is she from? California. Well, San, San okay, Fran Freak Show. And what uh, team recently just moved from California to Las Vegas? The Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Oh yeah. Did you did you see their tweet? Yeah. I can breathe. <laughs> the brother said it was okay, so it's okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's because that brother got up there and he was like, "I can breathe now. I can breathe now." Um. I, and, and, oh, sorry, but can we also just talk about that brother? Did you hear the other thing that he said? No. I just keep thinking of 1955 and Emmett Till was the original George Floyd. And I went, wait a second. Does anyone know this story? Uh uh. Mm -mm. Emmett Till was a 14 year old boy who ran into a white woman and she was so upset that this, this little boy had run into her that she she went and told like three guys that, you know, that he accosted her and they found him, beat him to, you know, like he didn't have a face from the beating he took. And then they lynched him into a tree. 
that is a very different story than George Floyd. And he and Emmett Till was an innocent 14-year-old boy in the racist 1955 Mississippi. To draw a comparison between those two is not only makes me so angry, but to even try... Oh, I just... I was almost shaking when when he said that. That is so horrible. I mean, that's like... I'm the first uh, person, you know, I'm the first overweight boy to make my peewee league. Um, and so I'm now like Jackie Robinson, you know, like, what the fuck? Well, you did mm. wear 42. Yeah, right. <laughs> 42 pants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so uh, there's an interesting question. Uh, I heard on a podcast today. If so the the Floyd family got ordered twenty seven million dollars because of the uh, of the issues. I'm not even gonna say wrongful death because whatever. But they got ordered. They got they got given twenty seven million dollars, and then they showed a picture of George Floyd's daughter, and the comment was made: Do you think she'll see any of it? Because she's like three. But that's neither here nor there. Wait, who who put that up? I don't know. It was one of the podcasts I listened to. But if you think oh, about it, okay. like, do you think it'll make it till she's 18? 27 million? I mean, you would hope no, so. No. No. But, but the other question was, if you could spend 20... There's a new, there's a new experimental treatment. $27 million, George Floyd comes back to life. What do you think happens? Oh... Like, would the family spend it? To bring yeah, him would they to spend life? it to bring him back to life? Uh, I'm what, what now? I, I don't think I understand. <laughs> so they were given $27 million for wrongful death. Right. And tomorrow, there's a new experimental treatment that costs $27 million. Oh, George, okay. George Floyd comes, and they can bring him back to life. I mean, I, I feel like the correct answer is yes, but I think the realistic answer is no. Yeah, that's that's the sad that's the sad um, state of affairs. I think in that, uh, yeah, I don't know. Nancy, I think the correct well, answer I, is no too. It, it goes back to you know, even Dante Wright or George Floyd. You know, would you? If you if you didn't get any money, you know, would you want to be related to either of those two people? Would you would you want to be Darren Floyd or Mark Floyd? No. No. I don't know. Mark Floyd sounds like a linebacker in the NFL, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll take uh, a line from uh Talladega Knights. He's a hillbilly. He's got two first names, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and I mean, like one, Darren. I, I think in 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 your uh, thought process there, if they did, if the family did say yes, we want to do this, I think Nancy Pelosi would step in and be like, "No, he sacrificed himself for a reason. <laughs> this yeah. can't be undone." Yeah, the the Dante Wright thing. I mean, who's that guy? I I completely forgot who he was. 
Yeah. When you said that name, I was like blanking there for a second because that story is completely gone from the news. Other than well, I think the officer's house got vandalized and her husband had to move. Well, they had to move right away and they put up a million dollars worth of fencing around that house. Um, somebody was, they, they, I mean, they have, they have concrete barricades with fencing on top of it, completely surrounding that house because people knew where she was, but they knew, but that Kim Potter knew right away that we need to go. Like I need, we need to be out of here because it's not going to end well. And yeah. and I mean, how sad is that, that you, you have an officer who is, who is worried for her life. I mean, think about it this way. Let's reverse the roles. Let's say Dante Wright shoots Kim Potter in the face. You know, let's say let's say that the that uh, the cop doesn't pull her gun, and he jumps back into the car, and he happened to have that illegal gun that one of his warrants are out for, and he turns around and shoots Potter in the face. One, is it a news story? No. No. Two, is there a mob of pro cop people? Showing up where he lives and saying that we're gonna we're gonna hurt you? No. So if you were ever wondering what side of this you should be on, I just people should think that way. You well, know? Not, not only that, but reverse. Let's let's reverse the roles in either one of the cases. Let's just say it's a black woman that shoots a white guy in the car and accidentally grabs the wrong taser or grab grabs the gun instead of the taser. That's just like oh. I mean, she wouldn't even get fired. Yeah. She'd still have a job today. She, she'd be on desk duty for a couple of weeks. Uh, mean, you, do, you do the same thing with the George Floyd thing. And it's, you know, it's a white guy that goes unconscious and he dies. And there's a black guy on him. There's no story there. There's not even a story. That's not even a story. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't even make the news. Well, and if you want proof, that what you're just saying is real. Look at Burnsville, Minnesota. Yeah. Did you or, ever... or look at? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go. Well, just that um, article that Darren sent us the other day of from Oregon, where it said, uh, "Just to let you guys know that the shooter was white." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They... Which basically said, "Don't riot because he was just a white guy." Yeah, the Portland. It was Portland. They the Antifa. They were gonna riot because some guy got shot, or no? The the newspaper basically wrote a story saying there's been a shooting, and uh, you know this person died. And then there's basically a disclaimer at the end: the guy was white. Please don't riot. Oh wow! <laughs> and here it is, right here. The man who was killed was a white male in his 30s, according to three sources with knowledge of the investigation. The Oregon Oregonian, Oregonian, Oregon Live, Oregon Live is identifying the man's race in light of social unrest prompted by police shootings of black people. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, the country's and, over. And, uh, I mean, Darren, Darren, the, ba- the paper is basically saying no need to riot, the guy is white. And it's true. I mean, that's exactly what it's saying. So, well, like, so, and I, and I, so we, oh, sorry. I heard another, I heard another great take is. You know what they they need to get they need to sequester the jury or or you know make this make it so that the jury doesn't have any idea and then they switch and they remove the races of the people uh, from the video they have the technology 
And then so that they don't know, or maybe flip them. If it's a black guy and a white guy, maybe just make them both Asian or something. And then, uh, you know, and then do you think George Floyd, do you think Chauvin gets convicted if it's two Asian guys? No. No. Yeah. What were you saying, Mark? Well, I was just going to say another example of this is in Minnesota right now, obviously there's a lot of unrest um, and carjackings are up. 560 percent or something like that well, they tried to take it they tried to steal a semi the other day yeah yeah not just cars well this guy stole a car and he was running away from the cops and he shot back at the cops through the back window uh, of the car he stole um they were chasing him uh he jumps out of the he jumps out of the car uh, at, on like a exit Runs in, runs onto a freeway, points a gun at an SUV. The SUV stops in its track, and then it and then it hurries up and and like goes into the uh, the ditch, the center ditch, and then and then out the other way because this guy was pointing a gun at him. And the cops showed up and shot him. So Black Lives Matter said there was another police shooting uh, in in Minneapolis here. Burnsville is part of Minneapolis for those who are not in the metro area. Uh, there was another shooting in in Minneapolis here in in the Twin Cities, uh, and, and we need to take a moment to see that another life was taken. And so all these Black Lives Matter people kneel down, and then this guy talks about we're going to go to Burnsville, we are going to get around there, we are going to make ourselves heard, you know, and and. And all these people are taking pictures of the uh, of these people taking a knee for the for the guy who just lost his life due to a carjacking. Uh, and then uh, ten minutes later, before they start heading to Burnsville, they said, "Actually, uh, change of change of plans. Uh, we're gonna go to um, we're gonna go to Brooklyn Center." Uh, and it was because they found out that the guy was white. I mean, you want to talk about racist? One of the most racist things you, that that come out of that. They assumed that the guy was black. They assumed the carjacker was black. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not racist, I don't know what is. No, that that that's an excellent, excellent point. Yeah, and like the it, voter ID laws, you know, if you watch Crowder, they basically all of the white liberals think that black people are incapable of getting photo IDs. They're just they can't well, do that, it. Yeah, it's that's just impossible. Candace Owen said. Yeah, you know, I mean that's the most racist thing you can think. Oh well, you know they can't vote; they don't know how to vote because they they don't know how to get an ID. You know, same thing that everybody's gotten from the beginning of time. Yeah, or they work too long of hours, and and so you can't do it. And so then, like you said, Crowder, well, you can do it online in all these states. What? Oh, you can order it online. Well, then you got to pay for it it's all free in the, in the States that require you to have a photo ID. It's free. And they're like, well, but the application, he's like, the highest it is, is dollars. The lowest it is, is $3. Yeah. And the, the other complaint was, oh, they got to have a birth certificate and black people weren't born. So yeah, I mean, you know, they can't prove that they were born anywhere. Yeah. yeah it's a birth certificate. Same- the yeah. birth certificate in Minnesota is ten bucks. 
You just go down to your county courthouse and get it. Same place mm-hmm. you get your driver's license. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's, so, it's, social security it's, card. I guess I guess they don't need a social security card to get a job anywhere. Like yeah. you're supposed to have one. It's the racism of, of lowered expectations. Yeah. It's the bigotry of lowered expectations. You you yeah. basically don't expect anything from an entire population, so therefore they don't expect it of themselves. Which is Which, wrong, too, because 89% of that population does have a photo ID. You know, and I would think that I would think that the only population that might not have a photo ID, just in, in general in a population, would be old people or the very young. Which, you know, they're not of age to get an ID. It doesn't really matter. They're not of age to vote. But I, I would assume that really old people like that are in nursing homes don't have an ID because why would they need one? You know, and most of them probably don't leave. And and Darren, what you got to remember is, is that they're not able to vote yet, those young people. They 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 do want to lower the age to 16. It's They want to make it so that it's hard to tell if a person is not eligible to vote in an area. That's the only reason. Yeah. So that it's easier. If you really want to cheat, you can cheat. Or if you, you know, if you... Basically, if you mail out ballots to everybody that's on the voter rolls, you know, if you just want to go ahead and fill out both ballots, go ahead. No big deal. You know, nobody's going to catch you. I wonder how many times that happened this last election that where the, all the, the mail out ballots that happened in Georgia and Arizona, well, Nevada. I don't know if it happened in Arizona, but just how many of those, Michigan, how many of those were actually... How many people actually voted in more than one state? I think they should try to figure that out and, and start finding those people. Speaking of Georgia, did you see that Stacey Abrams got grilled by Ted Cruz? Well, it's, I mean, it's like a, what do you call it, hog roast? Oh. Anyway, oh. I, I'm so sick of her. <laughs> I'm so sick of Stacey, Stacey Abrams. I'm so sick of all, them, all that bullshit. You know what? Coke, if you really want to make a stand and you really hate the Georgia election law, take your shit out of Georgia. You don't have to sell your shit in Georgia. Just get, mm-hmm. just take it out of Georgia. Why don't you go ahead and sell it in Delaware where they have 10 times the restrictions Georgia wants to pass? Sell it in Joe Biden's home state. He's not a racist. I mean, except for the super predators line and, you know, um, co-sponsoring laws with Robert Byrd. No, no big deal. I mean, he's don't not wanna, a racist. Don't want to raise your and kids. No. In a jungle. Yeah, racial yeah. jungle. He was against school integration and he co-sponsored laws with Robert Byrd. He said the N-word gleefully many times on the in Senate committees. Mm-hmm. That's your president. But but yeah, let's talk about Georgia. Let's talk about you know requiring a vote photo ID to vote in Georgia. Yeah, that's just common sense. Most well, people agree with it. Most people, over fifty-one percent of the people in the United States, agree with it. And then, and then you have Stacey Abrams. You know, because if you're a Republican and you say the 2020 election was stolen, you're canceled. You're yeah. kicked off of Twitter. You're kicked off of whatever. But if Stacey Abrams says the 2018 election was stolen from her, that's okay to do. And that's what well, the funniest part about that was. Is that really wasn't all that close. 
I mean, it was like one or two percent. I'd have to look it up, but it was like greater. It was like close to one, one to two percent. So, I mean, it wasn't ten thousand less less than ten thousand votes like the the presidential election was. You know, like what point one percent or some junk like that. It was like it was a hundred thousand votes or something. I can look it up, but. Well, and also that she was saying that they were suppressing the black vote. And he goes, hey, did you uh, happen to know what demographic had the most registered voters and the most people vote? And she was like, I don't know, but I'm sure you'll tell me. He's like, black voters. So how were they? How were they oppressed? Yeah, it was 50, 50.2% to 48.8%. It was 50,000 vote difference. Yeah. More than 50. Well, 55. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's delightful. Yeah. But yeah, and then now and now we got another shooting we get to deal with that was I mean, this one's just like comical how just asinine people are looking at this. Columbus, Ohio, the guy Cops get a call that there's a that there's a fight going on. No, I don't think there was a mention of a knife. I could be wrong on this, but I'm assuming there wasn't a mention of a knife. Cop gets there. I mean, it didn't really even seem like he was rushing to the scene, which makes me think that it probably what well, there wasn't. I mean, it was just a fight or something. Uh, well, people better get used to that because police are not going to be in any hurry to get to any thing involving black people yeah and so he gets out and all you see is like this woman this one woman gets thrown and then you look and then the cop looks to the left and i don't know how he saw it but there's a woman with a knife and she's mid-stab like she's literally going to stab another woman and he draws his gun and he fires two or three shots and he drops her i mean this is an amazing shot because i can't believe I don't know if I would take the shot with how close he was to the other girl. I mean, the girls were pretty close to each other. Well, yeah. Grant, granted, it's, it was yeah. a pretty large target, but oh. he hit her. He oh. hit her and dropped her. Not needed. Not needed. Well, I don't really. Well, I don't give a honest. fuck anymore. I don't care anymore. This, hey, this bitch. This bitch was thirty seconds away from being a murderer. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, you stabbed. I, isn't stabbing someone actually worse than shooting them? Because when you shoot them, at least cauterizes the wound a little bit. But you stab them, it's like blood pumping out nonstop if you hit them in the right spot. Well, well yeah. Also, I mean, also if I you could be wrong, but no, you're no, you're right. Once you shoot them, it's over. But once you stab them, you get to look in their eyes while they watch the life drain out of them. Right. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but but yeah, Darren's right. Big target. <laughs> but he, I mean. And and I don't I don't know if that was the biggest crime or the cr- other or the biggest crime was wearing tights with that kind of a body, but oh, <laughs> oh wow, Darren, Darren, uh, sixteen years old. Hey, I hey, just why do people not have any shame anymore? I mean, wow. But anyway, I, um, yeah, I just I can't I can't deal I just can't deal with it anymore. This is just ridiculous. This this guy did everything right. He did everything by the book. He did everything right. He shoots her, drops her. And then you got people coming out. She's just a kid. What? 
she just tried to stab another person. Another kid. In front of a cop. Yeah. Like, what? what is going on? I mean, do they really think that they can just get what get? Do people are people growing up thinking that they can just get get away with anything? Stabbing a person in front of a cop, Darren, and and nothing's going to happen to him. Why didn't the cop just shoot her in the hand with the with the knife in it? I saw Clint <laughs> oh, Eastwood do that the other day. Yeah, Gosh. if Clint Eastwood can do it, he's just an actor. Somebody yeah, actually. Somebody actually asked at the informational meeting for Columbus, why didn't he shoot her in the legs? Yeah. I was waiting for that because that's what Joe Biden said, right? You you don't need to shoot him to kill him. You just shoot him in the leg and they'll stop. I, I just, wow. I just, how dumb are people? Like, I mean, I feel bad for just everybody involved in this. I mean, she she shouldn't have, I don't know what she was doing with the knife. I don't know why the why she had a knife and she was going after another kid. Like, where was the mom? Well, I mean, the the mom gave an interview and she wasn't broken up at all that her daughter was shot, which is just bizarre to me. She wanted she just wanted everyone to know that that her daughter was loving and caring and very motherly. And I'm like, that's a 16-year-old. I don't think you should ever say that a 16-year-old was motherly. She Why would she did. say that? Is was was it because she was raising her other kids? I mean, I, I don't get that. And then and then you got just watching the video and just watching the people, the bystanders who saw this whole thing. They're like, <laughs> like the one guy comes out and goes, "Why'd you shoot her?" And the cop goes, I'm, you could just tell the cop's just like trying to justify it, which I, I don't blame him. But he's like, he's like, she had a knife and she was about ready to stab the other girl. So you got to shoot her? <laughs> what? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? So you, so if, if you're about ready to get stabbed, you just, you're just okay with getting stabbed over, <laughs> I mean, not 11 times out of 10. If I'm about ready to get stabbed, you can go ahead and shoot the other guy. Let's go ahead. 11 times. I mean, if there's one time where, you know, I wasn't about ready to get stabbed, but maybe it looked like it, just go ahead and shoot the other guy. That's the 11th <laughs> time out of 10. Okay. Uh, wow. This is yeah. just insane. And people are going to riot over this. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, did you see the, did you see the people that gathered? Um you know, and and there's a guy in the bullhorn and be like, the cops keep murdering us, and and another guy's walking back and forth, and he's like, you damn right, you know, and and, and he goes, so maybe what we need to do is you kill one of ours, so we kill one of yours, and I'm like, okay, well that's no longer a protest. That is a terroristic threat right there. You're, you know, I don't I don't get how these people think that this is okay, like. Uh, like the guy from Minnesota who after George Floyd went up to Hugo, Minnesota to Bob Kroll's house, who was the um, uh, pre uh, union president uh, for the police union and start saying that he was going to burn that place to the ground and he was going to kill all them white people. And uh, by the way, uh, that that's also a state senator now for Minnesota. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I don't get how we have people who get away with that and also get elected into office after doing that. 
Well, I mean, if you uh, if you go ahead and oh, you don't you don't understand that. Well, I mean, you can just go ahead and beat your wife, and then you're attorney general going after Derek Chauvin. So, you know, and, make, uh, making comments that he's guilty. Tim Walls came out and said, like him and um, what's it? Keith Ellison. Ellison are like best best friends. Apparently, my good my my good friend Keith Ellison. Uh, wow! Once again, you're proving why I don't like a lot of teachers. <laughs> Yeah. And once again, Ellison is not a lawyer. Um, and uh, obviously all he cares about is optics because they went live a little early before he uh, gave his reaction to the verdict uh, this week. And he was telling the one girl who was white to get in the back and then ask the girl who was black to stand up n- next to him. And, and like he, he put the people in specific spots for the press conference. And I know politicians and businesses might do something like that for optics, but when you're an attorney general and you're about to say that, like, this is a moment that means so much to Minnesota, I don't think you're worried about who's standing right beside you and, and how do those optics look or that they hadn't put your little uh, high rise up to make you look like you're five, two rather than four, seven. I was just going to make a comment. How did you know he was talking? You know, <laughs> wasn't he hidden behind the podium? Well, well, he made he made the prosecutor for the Chauvin case get down on all four so he could stand up on him and <laughs> get down there, you little bitch! I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you all, quit fucking moving. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, this whole thing just pisses me off. I mean, you got good people going to jail. You got bad people getting millions of dollars. And you got, oh, it's just ass backwards. And I, I just, the whole the whole Columbus shooting thing, besides LeBron tweeting the, the picture. Well, just let's just go over, let's just go over the, yeah. the crap that the elected officials or other than well valerie jarrett wasn't elected i think she was like the chief of staff for obama but lebron tweets a picture of the police officer and then says something to the effect of we're coming for you no you're You're next you're next next. same thing whatever And (laughs) and then he gets called out on it and then he tweets i'm so damn tired of seeing black people get killed by the police I took the tweet down because it was being used to create more hate. Yeah, from you, jackass. This isn't about the officer. It's about the entire system. And and they all use words to create more racism. I'm so desperate for more accountability. How about the accountability of not stabbing yourself? Not stabbing each other. How about we be accountable to to that? How about we be accountable to raising your kids so they don't think that they can just go out into the street get into a fight and stab a person. How about Black Lives Matter instead of buying five different houses, you know, build a couple community centers where kids can get away from um, you know, horrible parenting for a couple hours or or you know, something to do. Oh yeah, that, you mean like actually do something with those all that money that you have? Right, instead of buying houses for themselves. I heard that a I heard that a boys and girls club was like vandalized in these uh, in these riots. Well, hell, they burned down the the clinic um, 
on uh, 38th in Chicago the first time, a clinic where people go to the doctor, black people. Well, what about the church? Did that come out as as uh, part of the part of these riots in Brooklyn Center? Some yeah, that, that was burned. It was burned during the riots, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know if that was started on fire on purpose or not. But yeah, it was it was on purpose. I mean, it's not oh. a coincidence that they're having a riot in Brooklyn Center and the church burns. But but isn't that interesting that Black Lives Matter? Um, you know, which is an organization that says that they're all about community. Uh, if if they're at all tied to this, because it seems like it keeps happening, right? It, it wasn't there a church burned in Washington D.C. Wasn't that part of Black Lives Matter? A church here? Uh, wasn't there a church in Portland that was burned down too? Like it, there seems to be this this fight against Christianity as well uh, tied into this. Yeah, the church that was bur- that was burned in uh, in Washington D.C. that was across the street from the White House, and then Trump goes over there and holding a Bible and says they we won't we won't we won't let them burn the church down. And the whole news cycle was, oh, it wasn't Trump's family Bible that he was holding. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. Okay, so Valerie Jarrett tweeted a black teenage girl named whatever. Bryant was killed because a police officer immediately decided to shoot her multiple times in order to break up a knife fight. Demand accountability, fight for justice. She literally says they had knives and they were fighting with knives. And well, let's make that clear better. A knife yeah. against no knife. Yeah, yeah. well, the, she said knife fight, but. Well, I. I guess, I guess, uh, you know, the the other girl just brought her fist to a knife fight. You know, like yeah. <laughs> if you watch the video, the other girl wasn't even really fighting. She was just kind of. She was trying to back away. Yeah, she well, she back got backed up to a car, and that's when she took the swing. And like literally halfway through the swing, she got shot, which is just yeah. amazing to me that they timed it like that. But I well, mean, you couldn't, you couldn't really, you couldn't really time it any better. And then what, you got the, what would have been the head? Let, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Richie. Uh, what would have the headline been had that girl stabbed that other girl and she died? It would have been police allow 16 year old to stab 13 year old to death. Stand there and watch. That's what the headline would have been. Yeah. Right? He didn't do yeah. enough. Even if he yeah. would have pulled his taser and, and tried to taser down, um, you know, which isn't a guarantee that she'll go down. Uh, you know, it would have been, didn't use all means necessary to protect the life of the 13 year old that was stabbed to death right in front of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever happened to the four, the thir- the 13 year old that got shot over the weekend. I mean, that oh, he was next year too. Oh yeah. I guess I forgot about that. Adam. Adam. No, it- uh, the kid in Chicago. Yeah. That was Adam Tarallo or or Colaro. Yeah, uh, I believe I believe it was like AKA Little Terror or something like that. That's what his gang name was. Well yeah, it was it was three forty five in the morning and shots were fired and, and then he was running away from with the gun and when he turned around 
he turned around quickly, which um, is one thing, but he had thrown the gun uh, behind a fence as he was turning around with it. Um, and But the cop didn't know that he had thrown the gun because you couldn't see his, his hand. Well, not, see... not only that, but the body cam footage made it look like he still had it when he turned. Yeah. Well, he did have it as he was turning. Yeah. It was as he was turning, he threw the gun, and then he was bringing his hand up. But all that they keep showing in the media is the still shot of his hands up, uh, you know, with nothing in them. And they say it was an unarmed black man, uh, unarmed black or per- child of color, 13 years old, and they just shot him, uh, you know, because, I mean, you're, you're asking a cop to make a split second decision. You might go, you might not ever make it home if this 13 year old kid turns around and gets off a lucky shot and, and, and gets one in your head, you know, or gets one where your vest isn't protecting you or, you know, or hits you in the leg and incapacitates you and then comes over and puts one in your head. You're asking that cop to trade his life for the 13 year old and you should not be asking cops for that. Yeah, not only that, but if you look at the video um, that, that people have frozen still images, the slide was back on the gun, so he had emptied the gun. So the gun was empty, and that's probably why he was running rather than shooting back. But again, the cop doesn't know that. Well, yeah, the cop, cop, there's no way for the cop to know that unless he can somehow decide, you know, decipher whether the slide was back while the, guy's, the kid's running, which is impossible. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since we were talking about LeBron James, um, Steph Curry apparently invited a police officer to the game the other night and gave him a bag full of uh, merchandise. So, isn't Steph Curry half white? So maybe that was the white half. Yeah, he he must not be black enough, as uh, Percy would say. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it says Golden State Warriors superstar Stephen Curry stripped off his third, number 30 jersey and handed a handed stuffed, oh, they missed it, a stuffed duffel bag full of memorabilia to a Delaware State Patrol who stopped in full uniform to shoot hoops on the playground with the neighborhood kids. Oh, so Steph Curry apparently had seen this video of, of this officer um, shooting hoops with some kids and invited him to the game and then gave him a bag full of, of merchandise. Or well, memorabilia. That, that's a great story. Well, I, I feel bad for Steph Curry's career is probably over now, isn't it? Aren't they going to run him out of the league for something like that? Oh yeah, most definitely. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, all the more, I mean, Steph Curry really then showed some bravery with that and said like, Hey guys, this isn't a, us versus them mentality. Um, you know, there there are great cops out there, uh, and 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 we got to respect that, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. I had not heard that story at all. Why? I mean, that should be a bigger story, right? Should be, but let's heal and not divide. But that doesn't give ratings for media, right? Yep. All right, well, from one shooting to another, the, uh, well, the the Brian uh, 
sorry, the, the Capitol Hill police officer, Brian Sicknick, the guy who the protesters killed or, you know, the 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 uh, insurrectionists in yeah. quotes killed at the Capitol wasn't actually killed by insurrectionists. And they knew that pretty early on, but they let the lie live on. Washington Post comes out and says, oh, no, he had two strokes that were completely unrelated to anything to do with the Capitol riot. So but, we're hearing about this three months later, four months Nancy, later. But Nancy Pelosi said that we had to put the flags at half staff because he lost his life saving them. Not not true. He uh, well, he died. He thought, died of two strokes, natural causes. I thought Pelosi was a street bitch or whatever, a street fighter or whatever. She's <laughs> what she worried about. Yeah, she was gonna go. <laughs> yeah um no well i mean like let, let's say it is very sad that he lost his life it natural causes aside i mean that it it's sad when somebody passes away suddenly because like, i think he was a pretty young guy but how horrific that people decided to use that as a as a political move and you had the family Almost immediately come out, the brother came out first, and then his mother saying his death was not caused by this, quit using this for political gain, and it was, fuck you, we'll do what we want. Yep. And then mm-hmm. and then you got then you got Ashley Babbitt, who was shot point blank range at uh completely unarmed, exactly <laughs> what BLM says that all these people are and they're not. You know, wasn't resisting, basically doing a misdemeanor. You know, wasn't being arrested. She she gets shot point blank range, and they won't release the name of the police officer. They won't. Uh, the the investigation clears the guy who wasn't in no danger. There were there were armed police officers with AR-15s right behind her, and she gets shot point blank range. Not a peep out of the media. Can you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine if, if this, if it, if this is, let's just say that there was, I don't know, there, there was a police station, I don't know, somewhere in like Minneapolis, and uh, the, uh, let's say the, let's say there was a cop that was that was black or that was white, and there was a black guy that was climbing through a window completely unarmed, and the cop shot him. What do you think would have happened? I mean, think about that. They would have there'd be riots all over everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's so infuriating. Um, and, and like I've always said that like it just needs to be treated the same. Right? If if you're if you're not gonna charge Ashley Babbitt, then you can't be charging these other officers. If you are going to charge Ashley Bath- Babbitt, then she's she wasn't she was the one who got shot. Not no, I know, I know, I know. Shooting. That that's what I'm saying though. If you're going to charge the officer in the Ashley Babbitt shooting, um, you know, then it fits with the other officers being being charged. But if you're not going to charge the Ashley Babbitt uh, shooter, then how can you say that Kim Potter needs to be? Uh, uh, brought up on charges. Well, yeah, she didn't mean to shoot the guy. Yeah. This other dude, this other Capitol Police officer, meant to shoot her. Yeah. 
and not only that, but she wasn't even that far away from the guy. And he hit her in the neck. What a terrible shot. I mean, you shoot for center mass. You don't shoot for the neck or the head. Yeah. Jeepers, creepers. I mean, and, unless you're Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. And then I mean, not only... Yeah, <laughs> so moving on to the next story. There was a... There's a guy in uh there was a like a police captain or or a high level norfolk police officer norfolk i'm guessing virginia i'm not exactly sure but he so. donated 25 dollars to the kyle rittenhouse defense fund and they fired him i guess free speech doesn't exist in in america anymore guys not allowed uh you're not allowed to donate money to whoever you choose and and money is recognized by the Supreme Court as speech. So, hmm. so is is the Norfolk Police Department considered um, considered protected because they're a government agency and they need to be, you know, you need to protect free speech? Yeah, I mean it's the government, and the government hires the hires the police, so you can't. I don't know. They probably forced him to resign. Otherwise, they were going to do something to him. But I don't know exactly what the deal was. But you you can't. I don't know. You, you should be able to. You should be able to donate money to causes you see fit. It's not like. It's not like he was donating money to the Klan. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's. um, And I mean, here's a kid and the whole reason why I was. I didn't mean to transition, but it just made me think of when you were saying that you should go for center mass and he went, he, he got a headshot as he was falling backwards because he was being attacked. Um, but, uh, you know, this is a kid that's defending himself, um, shot, shot two convicted pedophiles. Um, yeah, I don't. He shot three he shot people. Three people, but two of them were convicted pedophiles. Um, and and uh, somehow this kid is, you know, um, somehow this kid is seen as the bad guy in this situation. You know, I and I don't I don't know how that works, but they want him to go to jail for a very long time, and I have yet to see what crime he could be charged with. The um, Amiri King still had the best, best uh, meme about that ever. When uh, the one guy that got shot in the arm said he was in constant pain and he lost ninety percent of his bicep on that arm or whatever, <laughs> and that said second place at the uh, Kenosha Quick Draw event. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, it just—I don't know. I—I I feel bad for that kid because he's going to be a sacrifice too. He's going to be a—he's going to be that. Uh, uh, we need to show people that they can't be fighting back and they can't defend themselves. Uh, otherwise, we're going to charge them. Uh, I—I mean, this—you're absolutely right, Darren. This is this is a very dark time in America, and anyone who's saying. Oh, it's it, it, it will come back around. You're fooling yourself. 
I mean, this is, this is, um, this is the end of the line. This is the end of the road for America. If, if, uh, if people don't start fighting back and doing something. Well, it's, it's not that, you know, people just want to live their lives peacefully and it's turning into, if you don't like, if you don't allow people to steal from you, if you don't allow people to do drugs on your street corner, if you just don't allow this stuff, you know, you know, if you just don't want allow this stuff to just freely happen in front of you, then, then you're a racist and you deserve to die. You don't deserve anything. You don't deserve peace. So it's job. Yeah. To eat. You don't deserve to make a living. So it's either you just let criminals be criminals right out in front of you for, for if they want to do it because you can't arrest them because if they don't want to be arrested, then they shouldn't be arrested. You know, I mean, that's excessive Uh, force if you try to arrest them. And so if you fight back at, Against that, you're a bigot, and you don't. You're not allowed to, to speak. What are you gonna say? Well, that, I mean, the uh, the politicians are are starting to turn that way too. Even one that I typically like, who is Jeremy Munson, who mm-hmm. is the District 23B uh, representative from Minnesota, and he was drafting up a bill after. Uh, Dante Wright uh, got his Darwin Award to make it that cops can't pull you over for um, expired tabs, tinted windows, blinkers that don't work, um, and things for hanging from your uh, mirror because that would mean less instances where something like Dante Wright's incident could happen. So, so what's they, the what's the penalty so for could, not registering your car? Right. So you could get you could never register your car, and if you, as long as you, you don't break the speed limit, you're fine. You'll never get pulled over. They, they they won't be able to pull you over. The only thing they can pull you over for is speeding, basically. And Jeremy Munson was coming up with this bill, and he got a lot of backlash on it, obviously, um, because you're analyzing the people who actually follow the rules so yeah okay so even even the politicians are turning into idiots yeah. well, well they're scared than, yeah i mean it, <sighs> i mean i mean it's well i better i i better virtue signal too right well but. And, and rich i will tell you i am the worst about the tabs um you know not to not to self-incriminate myself, but I've been pulled over three times for expired tabs when when I was younger, right? And guess what? I made it out alive all three times. You and you want to know why? Because I went station oh, wagon. No, they felt, uh, they felt sorry for you driving a station wagon. They saw all the trash in the back of that station wagon. <laughs> They're like, "Well, this guy's obviously mentally unstable." So. <laughs> Yeah, that's a uh, '87 uh, hot stuff personal pan pizza boxes in the back there. When you throw them in a fire, they're real pretty. <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, uh, but like, I, I yeah, I, I've been pulled over three times for that because I mean, I would always forget. I'd always, you know, whatever. 
I one time, one time I got um a ticket out of it. I think I think I got like a fifteen dollar fine because it was like, oh well, you bought the. <laughs> and this is how dumb I am, right? I had bought it. I just never had taken it off my kitchen table and actually put it on my vehicle, right? Well, I, so they, I I did that once too. I never got pulled over for it, but. I, I had them sitting in my center console for about six months <laughs> before I realized it. Well, but I mean, like you said, going to the DMV is is horrible. We talked about this a few weeks ago. You go in there, and why does it take so long? You know, they're on the computer nonstop. Whoever writes the programs for the government must, must be just an idiot. Hey, now, you know, <laughs> do you do that? No. Not for the government. No, not for the government. Because they must hire trash because it takes them forever. And then they, they can't find things. And yeah. Well, you know the story behind that, right? Mm-mm. They outsourced it to a company. Um, and that company said it's going to cost $30 million to install all this, uh, all, all, all of these um, programs, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so, they get into it, major bug in it, and they're like, "It's going to cost another fifteen million just to get this bug fixed out of it." Um, and this wasn't that long ago. Walls was governor. Yeah, it was just a couple years. Yeah, and 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 then they then they said, um, "Hey, by the by the way, um, after this fifteen million dollars, we need another three million dollars to get the finalization done." And, and and he was like, no, no more. I'm not going to do it. You know, which uh, with the first time I had heard this, I was like, I get it. They're nickel and diming you. But are you really going to be on the hook for $45 million and say $3 million more? And I'm just not going to give you any more money. You better fix it. And they say, screw off because you can't force them to do anything. Uh, I don't know. I just thought. It was really interesting. They ended up paying them the three extra million dollars, but it's still a shit show. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, anytime the government gets involved with anything, it costs way more than it should. So, yep. This is true. All right, Mark, what did John Oliver say this week? Um, well, his first little part was all about racism. A lot of like what we were talking about and how he was saying that cops um, really do need just to be defunded and uh, race, you know, cops are racist, born out of racism. Um, and, uh, you know, we need to get rid of them and, oh God, he's so tired of, of just another shooting. So he was like, for the next seven minutes, we're going to do nonsensical stories, which I just fast forwarded through because I was like, did he talk at all about how the British empire completely destroyed the entire, every, every place that they touched? No, um, <laughs> and, oh. and yeah, no, nothing like that. You know, just about how America is so racist and so horrific. Did you talk about how the Brits had slaves longer than the, the states did? No, um, he did say though that white America um, needs to get up and start uh, fighting because white silence is violence. So, you know, that was that was good. You know that he got on his little high horse there. When do we have time for that? I, I work like 60 hours a week. <laughs> Plus I have something that I want to redo 
and chickens I have to take care of. So, yeah, I ain't got time for that bullshit. No, no, uh, Richie, are you sleeping? Because if you're sleeping, <laughs> you know, yeah. then you time. That's racist. How dare you get seven and a half hours of sleep every night? <laughs> White privilege. How dare, um, you sleep, how dare you sleep at night? That's for for looting and vandalizing. That's a racist. <laughs> you should be you should be wrenching your sheets, you know, in your sleep and going, "Oh no, racisms." <laughs> um, but then his main story uh, was about bankruptcy, and if you wanted to know his stance, go look up Elizabeth Warren's. Um, uh, documentary that she was in called maxed out because that's basically what he was saying um basically that you shouldn't file chapter 13 which allows you to repay some of your debt because it's more expensive and it you know if you miss payments you'll have to start all over again and and you know you just don't got time for that you should really file chapter 11 uh and and uh you know just get all your or, yeah, sorry, seven, eleven. Is Dave, for... Dave Ramsey calls chapter thirteens. They they eventually turn into chapter twenties because they go from thirteen to seven, thirteen plus seven. Oh, because a lot of thirteens turn into chapter seven. Yeah, because if you can't pay your bills and you're declaring bankruptcy, you're basically just gonna go bankrupt all the way. Yeah, yeah. Eleven is when businesses have to restructure, kind of yeah. like thirteen. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so, you know, file chapter seven because it's so much better and it allows you to get all your debts wiped off and, and really you should be doing that. And, you know, uh, the reason why so many people have to file bankruptcy is because banks are predatory. You know, they, they send you all these offers and they force you to take them, you know, because what else are you going to do? You know, uh, so of course, if they send you a credit card for $3,000 at a 16% interest rate, you need to take it because you're bad at, at it. And then, well, you know, Mark, well, the last time that I got a credit card offer, it was hand delivered to me by the CIA. And not only that, but they had guns and they pointed them at me. And I had to fill that whole thing out and sign it and send it back, give it back to them. I didn't, couldn't even send it back because I had to give it back to them. And they handed me the card there right away. Mm-hmm. Not, and then they brought me to my computer. They made me enter it into my Amazon account. And at that point, I spent, I maxed it out right then and there because the CIA forced me to do it. Did you uh, then start check kiting too? You know, like paid off all $15,000 right there, but the check bounced, but you already charged up the other $15,000. So now you owed thirty. That said, happened before. I don't know how that. Oh yeah, works. It's called, yeah, it's called check kiting. So what you do is, um, most banks can defend against it now. But so what you do is, let's say that you have a five thousand dollar limit on a credit card, you charge up all five thousand dollars, and then you say, "Don't worry, I'm paying off all five thousand dollars today, and I'm sending you a check, and here's a check to do the five thousand dollars." Well, there's a few days in there where your balance goes back down to zero. But that check hasn't really cleared your bank yet or something, you know, because if if it hits it at the wrong time, you know, sometimes the systems will communicate back and forth. Well, shucky darn, if if that person didn't take another five thousand dollars out of that account right away. Um, And so then when the check comes back as a non-sufficient fund, now they have a ten thousand dollar balance. But that's okay 
I'll, I'll pay off fees. all ten thousand dollars is. Plus yeah. all the over limit fees that you that the jackass banks charge. Well, the the bank is getting ripped off there with the check kiting. I I got it. Yeah, yeah. That they're the people doing the check kiting are the criminal criminals, and so fuck them for the over limit charges is what I say. So, but but anyway, like the um. Yeah, so I mean, it, he he saying that uh, obviously all these people are horrible and banks are horrible and they predatory land and that and this is the whole problem and you shouldn't feel embarrassed about hitting chapter seven, you know, like um, you know, some sometimes you have to file bankruptcy and it's your best yes, option. You should feel embarrassed. Yes, no. you should. No, he said it in a British accent. Don't <laughs> feel embarrassed. <laughs> So, um, you know, it, it was, it, and again, it's, it's, it's all about you're not at fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's not your fault. It's okay. File bankruptcy. Tell everybody. Also, student loans are bad because you can't file bankruptcy on them. Um, and, and so really that's why it just needs to be wiped out by the government because, uh, you can't fight, you know, the only way you can get out of uh, your student loans is by dying or just paying them off. But, you know, whatever, whichever simpler for you, um, you know, but I just uh, no ability. And for information, if you work when you go to college, you might not even have student loans when you're done. My son, who went to college with $15,000 in his savings account, now has $23,000 in his savings account and has zero student loan debt. Do you know why this is? Because Domino's calls him and says, hey, do you want to work tonight? And guess what he says? Absolutely. Every time. So there's that. He's going to do well in life. I mean, really, he is. If he doesn't get arrested for arresting a black person for robbing a bank. (laughs) Uh, Why is this man in handcuffs? I saw him walking out with large stacks of cash at midnight here. And also, he looked like one of the blue man group. (laughs) (laughs) The die. (laughs) Yeah. I just. I mean, like I said, I, it's all about no accountability. You're not at fault, you know, and, and that's what's always driven me nuts about about this. It's always somebody else's fault. It's always, that, you know. That's why we're at where we're at with all the black crime, all the cop stuff, you know. Dante Wright attacks a police officer. Well, it's not his fault he got killed. She She grabbed the wrong weapon. George Floyd's mm-hmm. shoving pills down his throat. Well, it's not his fault. Derek Chauvin sat on him for nine minutes. This chick is about to stab somebody else. Well, it's not her fault. It was just a knife. Why did he have to shoot her? She's yeah. just being a teenager, Rich. She's just, She's being, just a being a teenager. Yeah. I can't I can't tell you how many times that I went out into the front yard next to the cars and I was just started brawling with some people and I just stabbed them. Straight up stabbed them. It had to be 15 or 20 times. Mark, I mean... I blame- Remember when Mark got that sword and went to the 
to the <laughs> park and try yeah. to cut up a watermelon. It's your fault, Mark. Hey, I didn't try. That thing was sliced and diced. <laughs> <laughs> they saw you do that and they thought, I could do that to a human body. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if a cop would have drove up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark would have immediately <laughs> dropped the sword because he's smart enough to do that, but... <clears throat> No, okay. no, no. I would have been, there can be only one. It's <laughs> okay, officer. We're, we're Jewish and we're doing a circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you said, there's just no accountability, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, they want to, they want to turn it, It's with the left. It's not, it's not, let's make everybody better. Let's, let's, it's let's bring everybody else down to the lowest level so they don't feel so bad. Except for the yeah. people in charge. They get to live in their gated communities and they get to they get to keep all their money and they get to make all the decisions, even though they have no modicum of any sense. They don't deserve to be there. They're fucking stupid. And the only reason why they're why they're where they are is because they went to the right college and got in with the right people. And they're not smart. They're stupid. Nancy Pelosi is not smart. She's not smart. AOC is, she is borderline. Don't say it. <laughs> but yes, she, you're right. I mean, she's she, mentally she, disabled. Let's just leave it at that. She, she's not a smart person. She, she would probably belongs in a no, home. Being Darren, taken she, care went, of. she went to, where'd she go? Boston? Harvard, Something like that. Or Massachusetts <laughs> or, yeah. you know. Did you see she was drafting up the uh, Green New Deal again or something? I I heard today. Well, uh, it was. I thought it was yesterday. You know, oh, four twenty. Yeah, probably Green New Deal. Yeah, Green New Deal. Got it. Is it a page long again? Get <laughs> thought farting. Invent things that have not even been invented yet. <laughs> All right. I, Hold on, one one thing about AOC too. Did you see what she said about all this stuff, right right, right after the Chauvin verdict? Yeah, well, I think she tweeted something, but I it it makes my blood boil. You know, <laughs> sorry. sorry that the red blood, like her disgusting, disgusting lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> but what yeah. what'd she say? Well, she just got out on a video, and she was like. This just goes to prove things. This is the first step. We need real reforms. We need to defund the police. We need to, you know, like, and she's taking all these dramatic pauses where she shouldn't have a dramatic pause. You know, uh, it's just like, I don't know. It. I'm sitting here and I'm like, you have not made any bills. You have not done anything in Congress. I don't understand why anyone still listens to anything you say. You are a joke. You are a moron. You don't understand how anything works. And you're just playing playing to people. And, and God, it's just so annoying how anyone can think that she has two brain cells that she can rub together. Well, actually, actually, yeah. they one of them got stabbed to death because the other one had a knife. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cop there to stop it. Nothing will beat the, the video of her figuring out what a garbage disposal is. God, yeah. how <laughs> stupid. Like, 
Well, they, I, think, I, mean, I, I didn't grow up a wealthy person. We didn't have a garbage, garbage disposal, but I did have a TV, and they, they're they in a million different shows. They're the great <laughs> one of the greatest shows of all time, Home Improvement, the first episode. What does he do? He rewires the garbage disposal. Yep. And it, can, it can chew up the freaking rakes and, you know. <laughs> to be fair, garbage disposals are banned in New York City. Oh, are they? Yeah. Although I don't know if she lost her hands or what. I don't think she grew up in. No, I think it's got something to do with energy or some junk like that, or plumbing. Like you can't throw it down the plumbing down the plumbing because their plumbing's three hundred years old. (laughs) But yeah, the they're banned in New York City, and uh, yeah. Okay, well, if if that's not the dumbest thing, then her not understanding how unemployment works is definitely the dumbest thing. Unemployment's yeah. low because people have two jobs. Wait, what? <laughs> Unemployment's low because people work 80, 90, 100 hours a week and don't have enough to live off of. And then you're like, well, wait, the like the minimum wage is this. And if they did worked 100 hours a week, they're making $72,000 a year, which is higher than the national household average. So, how does that work? Science. Question. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the worst people of the week. Richie, what do you got? Well, I got ESPN. Just uh, today, I was at at the at the gym at lunchtime, and the entire time, ESPN was on, and it was about George Floyd and Colin Kaepernick and all these people kneeling during the anthem and Roger Goodell apologizing for being wrong and Drew Brees apologizing for not understanding black people and, and being a Trump supporter. And it's just another reason why I haven't watched pro sports in a year. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, maybe take you up on that other than the wild I, I think i can watch the wild but the twins blew a ninth inning one run lead so they get they came back and tied it up and then in the bottom of the inning probably the best player or in the in the top of the 10th after it was tied probably the best player in the mlb right now byron buxton hits a two-run home run and then in the bottom of the 10th they commit two consecutive errors on the, in the infield to lose the game. So they, yeah. they had the game won, but they can, they commit two consecutive errors. And yes, Paul errors count. <laughs> two errors. Yeah. I, I guess I did watch one sporting event and that was the Super Bowl. And I hope Tom Brady wins 10 more of them. And I don't <laughs> like, that, but I want, to, I want a white guy to win a lot more. Just to make people mad. Just to make people mad. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious how drunk he got too. And yeah, that was I, I I started to like him a little bit more after the celebration with him completely shit faced and then he throws the freaking trophy from one boat to the other. Hilarious. I mean the guy just the guy's living his best life. You know, I, I really should have never hated him to begin with. I mean he's he's really I mean he seems like a decent human being which comes is not easy to find in the nfl anymore i don't think so 
Yeah, I think he's turned the corner. I think people see him as you, you got to respect that game uh, that he has. I mean, obviously, he is a great quarterback, um, the greatest of all time. I don't think that you can question too much about that anymore. Um, and then, and then, uh, I mean, all the, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I still think that there's multiple very talented quarterbacks that can be in that conversation. I'm just saying that he's, he's done really good and he is a kind of a, you know, he's never made any trouble. He doesn't say anything kind of controversial. He's just like, Hey, my job is to be an athlete and to provide entertainment. And that's what I'm going to do. And it's like, wow, that's, I hope you become the NFL commissioner, (laughs) you know, like, Everyone shut up. We are distraction. That is the name of the game. We don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. The, where did he grow up? Was it Michigan? No, California. Oh. But so he, he had grandparents That's why. Yeah, in Minnesota. Oh. Yeah. Because our local soon-to-be NFL star grew up in a not very diverse community. <laughs> Unless yep. you count the Asians, Mexicans, Somalians, and Black people, but yeah. well, you uh, you did you see that he's dating um, what's her face from Cowherd's daughter, Who? Colin Cowherd's daughter, Tra- Lance uh, Trey Lance's, yeah, huh? He's dating Colin Cowherd's daughter. Yep. Huh. So is Colin like him, or does he is he like he's overrated? <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? It would be I, interesting. I think that all people who who basically do that type of work, you know, they pontificate about how the draft is going to break down and what players are good and who's going to win the next game are basically dog shit. Yeah. Because because guess what? doesn't really matter what you think they're still gonna play the game and guess what doesn't really matter what you what you think people are gonna pick who they're gonna pick it doesn't really matter and it just it's just the most worthless thing ever i mean let's be honest no one knows how to draft players i mean really it's just a crapshoot you just you get lucky you get some good players and you end up winning i yeah. mean it, if people really knew how to, like who to draft we you wouldn't see turnover in in head coaching in the nfl like you do i mean it's what's the average length of a head coach's career like probably four years maybe yeah, yeah i was gonna say three yeah three or four you know if you average it out if you wouldn't see that if people actually knew what they're doing you know yeah, you yep. got to take people like Tomlinson, who's been there for like 22 years or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, but is now that Roethlisberger is pretty much at the end of his career, is he going to be, is Tomlinson still a good coach or? Tomlin? You know, Tomlin, or Tomlin. Yeah, yeah I mean, sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't kinda, know. I, th- I, think like Bill Belichick thing. I mean, is Bill Belichick a good coach or was just Tom Brady just kind of, you know, just that, just good enough that, all that matters. Well, yeah. I, I think you'll find out this year if they do anything this year. Now that they've actually tried to put a team around them, I mean, they kind of 
they kind of let the draft picks and stuff build up. So this year, they're I think they're really going to shoot for it. So if yeah. they actually do something this year, you can blame it on Belichick. But if not, then I guess it's probably Brady. Well, I I, I shouldn't say that about coaching because did you know that I think uh, the Buccaneers have the highest amount of black people in the coaching staff. So that's why they won the Super Bowl. It, it had nothing to do with Tom Brady coming to town. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I think I saw that before the thing, before the Super Bowl, that they have the most black coaches. So that's probably why they won. Did you know, did you know that we made it to the moon because of black women? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the only reason. Hidden mm. figures. Yeah. Hey, speaking about NFL, though, did you guys see the big news about Justin Fields? I mean, because we were talking about Trey Lance. No, I don't uh-huh. know. I don't even know who that is. Justin Fields was like the quarterback from Ohio, I think. Um, Columbus? Yeah. No. Uh, um, Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it came out in his physical that he has epilepsy. They did. How did you not know that playing football? Well, I think I I think he was, you know, he was never hit. hit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it, but uh, so they're worried. You know, they're thinking that he's gonna fall pretty far um, because of yeah. This. I would hope that he wouldn't get drafted because if the guy gets hit, he could go and he could have a seizure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So anyway, so I mean, now, you know, they were always talking about Trey Lance, you know, who do you like more, Justin Fields or Trey Lance? And a lot of people had Justin Fields as the second quarterback off the off the board um, because those two had such similar play. But, you know, I mean, you could see you could see Trey Lance might even be like the second overall pick because, you know, obviously you're going to have uh, Lawrence is going to be number one with a bullet going to Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean. So Trey Lance's career is over because <laughs> he's gonna he, probably, he'll be, in the, be with the Jets. Yeah, it, it's over. It do they have the number two? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now I feel bad for him. The Jets are so bad that Trevor Lawrence was was gonna go back to college if they got the number one pick. <laughs> that and that's the truth. He said if if the. <laughs> If they get number one pick, I'm going back to college. Yeah, he'd rather he'd rather play for Jacksonville. Well, yep. is, isn't it isn't it the rule that if you get drafted and you don't sign, aren't you eligible for the next year? Yeah, but I'm sure he wanted to probably just play and you know not put not be that dirtbag. Yeah, you know? so, so you could possibly just be like, "Hey, Jets, don't draft me because I'm just gonna go back to college." Good luck. Yeah, but you, you know that something would happen to you. You know, You're that's what right. Mark Pryor did to the to the Twins. Well, that's what Bo Jackson did. Bo Jackson said, uh, "Can't remember who he who he was drafted by, but he's like, if you draft me, I'm gonna go play baseball." So he got drafted. He got drafted. I think I want to say it was like Seattle or something. No, I think it was Tampa. I thought it was Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay. Yeah, and he's like, I, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not going to play for you guys. And then, so he's like, okay, I'll just go play baseball then. And then he went played for the Royals for uh, a couple of years, and yeah. then he ended up going to play, play for a team. But that's, but, 
that's why the Twins drafted Joe Maurer. Yeah. Because, no, it seriously was. I remember reading an article about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And Mark Pryor just said, don't draft me or I'm not I'm not going to come play for you, is what he said. When, I mean, it worked out for the Twins. Maurer ended up being a Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, he was better than Pryor. Pryor was good for a couple of years and his arm fell apart. So, yeah. Well, and then also Eli Manning did the same thing too. Eli Manning got drafted by the Chargers and he said, I'm not going to ever play for you. So you better try to trade me. Um, and so then New York picked up Philip Rivers and then they did a trade. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. my, worst, my worst person of the week is uh, the YouTube CEO, Susan. Wojcicki, Wojcicki, Yeah, it almost looks like an amalgamation of her and her husband's name. I could see some dumb liberal doing that, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So she got the uh, the YouTube award or like the most influential woman award or some bullshit like that. That was basically from YouTube. So YouTube gave it to the YouTube CEO. Yeah. Well, sponsored by YouTube, whatever. But <laughs> you you wanna you honestly think that uh, um she oh she won the Freedom of Expression Award sponsored by YouTube. The Freedom of Expression Award from YouTube to the ones to... that are throttling and demonetizing conservative voices. Yeah, oh. if you <laughs> if you even mention election fraud, you get demonetized and taken off the air. Yeah, yeah. Just insane. But yeah, you, you suck. You don't deserve anything you've got. Hey, uh, uh hey, mm-hmm. uh, my, um, uh, my family wants to do an award, uh, to give out to people. Um, and I have, uh, humbly accepted that award, uh, for myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. What's your what's your worst person of the week? Um, Gretchen Whitmire. Um, I mean, obviously everyone knows who she is, Michigan governor, who, um, you know, has lied about the amount of people that have died in her state due to COVID nineteen, and the only reason it's so high is because she put uh, people into nursing homes um, with COVID. Um, dangerous criminals into nursing homes. Uh, if, if you've ever seen that video of the uh, guy beating up a World War II veteran who later killed himself by starving himself to death, um, you know that was in Michigan. Yep. And uh, um, I guess this week uh, she puts her state on lockdown, COVID lockdown. Well, and- she. As much as she could, because the state legislature took a lot of her powers away. But if it was still up to her, all the restaurants would be closed. There wouldn't be, you know, there would basically be no nothing to do in there still. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, yeah, because she she's fought that she fought that all the way about keeping her emergency powers because she feels like she needs them. I don't know why, um, but then uh, so she puts her state on lockdown and then uh goes on vacation uh decides yeah. to decides that uh you guys don't travel but i'm i'm going to she goes on vacation to florida 
to Ron DeSantis's Florida. That's wide open. Seriously? Uh, like I, I, do yeah. as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Let them eat cake. I thought Florida was supposed to be underwater by now, anyways. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and hey, I said you guys need to protect yourself. I can make decisions on my own, you know. I yeah, I, know. I just she yeah. is horrible. Florida's Florida's supposed to be underwater so much that John Kerry just bought one of the Florida Keys. <laughs> just invented uh, invested in all beachfront property in Miami. Yeah. Hey, you guys know that global warming's coming? Um, yeah, that key's probably going to be underwater in like a couple days. You might as well just give it to me for a rock bottom discount. <laughs> well, you know, we're getting hurricanes more often down there. You know that, right? Because it, that's the thing that helps I, you walk, right? The hurricane? Because, <laughs> you know, remember in 1600 when they were keeping track of how many hurricanes Florida was getting every year? Yeah, yep. The conquistadors were writing about it. I'm sure they were, because they knew exactly what was going on. Well, yeah, I mean, in the 1600s, they had the most hurricanes since the 1200s, you know, when they were keeping track back then, too. Yeah. I suppose global warming started back then because they were riding horses and horses crap, which gives off methane gas, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, and didn't have enough. And trees hadn't budded enough to clean the air. So yeah, and the dodo, the dodo birds actually ate carbon dioxide. So oh, that's what. And well, you know that 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 thermometer that's at the airport, you know, that's in the middle of the runway, you know, that the tar runway. Mm-hmm. Back back when it was a field, you know, when it was a meadow with with flowers and grass, you know, it was a lot cooler back then. It was about probably like five five to ten degrees cooler. Yeah. Because that tar, you know, that that that's actually a lot cooler to have a thermometer by tar than it is in the middle of a meadow. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I wonder why it's getting hotter. I think um, it's call farts. <laughs> if we could just, you know, like put a diaper on them or something. Oh no! I thought I thought our new plan was to feed them something different. Oh, Isn't that our new plan? Something that didn't give them as much gas. Activia. Activia. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis is out there just shoveling it into their troughs. This will make yep. your stomachs feel better. <laughs> so I guess though, what you guys are saying is, is that as long as we're not like these assholes, at least we're doing pretty good. 